Earthlings, we have now taken over your radio. All right, what's up, everybody? Jack Maloney here, Friendly Bounce, Hardwood Proxies and Basketball Network. I'm here with my guy, Zachary Bennett, as always. Uh, we're doing some special, some special podcasts on our WNBA show. These are playoff preview podcasts. Sunday night, regular season just finished up. Uh, we just finished talking about uh, the Phoenix and Tulsa series. Now we're going to jump into... Los Angeles against Minnesota. Um, Zach obviously has been covering the Lynx all season, so he has some good insight into the Lynx. Um, Zach, how you how you doing this evening? Okay, I'm in uh, I'm in playoff mode. Lynx at today, which is Sunday, off of practice, so it was a nice relaxing day. Everybody can uh, collect themselves before. Friday's game one. Exactly. Um, so yeah, the this series starts on Friday in Minnesota. Minnesota won the Western Conference. They got the one seed. Los Angeles got the four. Um, it starts Friday's game, nine Eastern, NBA TV. Um, so how this is gonna work? Zach took the links, obviously, and then I took the Sparks. We're each going to go over a few key stats, key information about the team. Then we're going to kind of talk about the key players from each each team, and this matchup obviously has some very key players. Um, and we'll just sort of have a little chat about what we think this matchup's going to be like. So, Zach, why don't you start with the one seed out west, the Minnesota Lynx. Zach, the Lynx are the... They have the second, they have the league's second best defensive rating. They like the Sparks, prefer to play at a, a slower play pace, slow the game down. Um, the key to this series, in my opinion, will be what teams can get from their bench. Both they are the actual worst and second worst yes. uh, bench scoring teams in the league. The Lynx score. 14 and a half uh, points per game from their bench, and Los Angeles scores uh, about 12 and a half. So that is going to be the key, and I think yep. the Lynx the links have the advantage in that sense, but uh, that along with stopping Candace Parker, which seems <laughs> like an oxymoron because we don't know if Candace Parker can be stopped at this point. It's unfortunate. It's unfortunate that these two can't meet in a lengthier series, right? Uh, because I, regardless of of which team wins, uh, I think the other one will feel sort of shorted in that. Who knows what will happen? That's or fair. what happen if they were to play a a five or a seven game series? Yeah, I. I mean, either of these teams could win the whole thing. Um, and so, you know, it, we don't like, to, we always talk about how we don't like to make comparisons and then go ahead and make like three or four a show. But this is like, well, it's, a, it's like it's last year when, uh, when the Spurs and the Clippers played in the first round. It's sort of, you feel cheated in a way that, you know, really this is the first round matchup. It could be a conference finals. 
Well, yeah, but at the same time, you know, we've I've been critical of the West for sure all season, and I think the East is the more compelling overall conference in up and down there competitive. But these two teams are fascinating storylines for reasons you're about to tell me uh, regarding the Los Angeles Sparks. But the Lynx, you know, they're they've been a stoic dynasty essentially for the last five seasons. They're going for their fifth consecutive Western Conference finals trip. They've won two championships in the last five years. So, But Los Angeles, you, you get Candace Parker back at the All-Star break and all of a sudden you win two out of three against the Lynx. You, like you said, could make the WNBA finals. So it's like two just very opposite teams in different circumstances right now for sure. Yeah, so as we've mentioned before, Candace Parker sat out the first half of the season to recover from her time overseas. The Sparks went three and thirteen. It was, it was a complete disaster. Since she's been back, they went eleven and seven, which is a winning percentage of sixty-one uh, percent, which over the course of the season would have been good enough for second in the Western Conference. So it really shows you how, how much different of a team L.A. is uh, with Parker involved. They're the fifth-best offense, offensive rating 98.74. Defense is, is kind of seventh in the league. They're not terrible, but you can score on them. And Minnesota has a, a great offense, so you know that, that could be a problem. Um, like you mentioned, bench scoring is pretty much non-existent, only about 12 points a game. They don't score in the fast break, only about 5 points a game. And really, it's Candace Parker running the show um, in the half court. And really, I mean, all over the court, That's it's just her running the show. She's been incredible since she came back. Um, 19 points, 10 rebounds, 6 assists, 2 blocks a game. She She doesn't qualify for the league leaders, but she'd be She'd be fourth in scoring, first in rebounding, first in assists, and top five in blocks. Um, she has a 31.8 PER, which is incredible. Second highest. Yep. Um, yes, she. we talked about her. She's a fringe MVP can, candidate. Um, she's well, been it depends, ridiculous. Depends on how you feel when you wake up that <laughs> Yeah. Continue, I'm sorry. Um, but yeah, so Candace Parker runs the show. Um, she's really just become a point forward uh, for them, whether it's, you know, getting the ball on the top of the key and facilitating, or getting the ball on the top of the key or the wing and, and driving to the basket. Um, whatever they want her to do, whatever she feels like doing, pretty much whatever she feels like doing on that possession, she's going to do. Um you know, six five, but she's basically a guard, and no one can really stop her. Um, that's obviously going to be a problem. But like you said, um, you know, right at the start, Minnesota's got Maya Moore. L.A. has Candace Parker. They're going to get theirs. It's it's really going to be a matchup of the supporting cast. Um, and so who who's who's the supporting cast in Minnesota? What are we looking at there? I was gonna, I was going to say it's probably part I should have mentioned earlier as I stuttered through 
my opening statement, but the links don't, we don't even know if the links have Lindsay Whalen or Simone Augustus available. Um, neither Simone nor Whalen nor Maya Moore played against Seattle the other night. Uh, Maya Moore had played 169 games before that. It was the first game she's ever missed, yeah, I believe. Ever missed in and her whole career. Ever. And, uh, which is funny because you remember when uh, I told you that story about how I asked Maya and Reeve if Reeve has ever tried to take a player out and the player didn't come out. Now imagine convincing Maya more to take a rest. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, that would be an interesting conversation, I think. But, you know, we don't even know. I mean, Simone Augustus missed a month of this season. Uh, between late July and early August, she came back for a couple games and then has been out since uh, since somebody from Washington, I believe, accidentally stepped on her foot and she just hasn't been back. Lindsay Whalen has missed the last few weeks with an injury, uh, I believe it's her right leg. And at this point, they've just prepared without him uh, and Renee Montgomery has uh, scored in double digits in five of the last seven games she's been really impressive offensively at times although defensively I think she's a little inconsistent and uh, her scoring and her shooting numbers can can be streaky at times and Anna Cruz uh, keeps turning the ball over so it would be nice to have either Waylon or Augustus back, I would feel more confident about picking the Lynx to win this series, um, but I'm not sure. I can't say that they will be back, but I mean, when you're looking at Maya Moore and Sylvia Fowles, Sylvia Fowles averages 15-9, and nine, and Maya Moore is the reigning MVP and you know, score, WNBA scoring leader, and Second. You know, all those up, all, sorry, total points, I'm sorry. Yeah, she did score more points than, than Elena. So, um, well, she also took more shots. She also missed more shots, to be <laughs> fair. So, I mean, she's just had to do it all. Yeah. But I think, I think as, you know, you've seen Augustus and Waylon go down and these other players get more playing time, it's a testament to, you know, how well I think the team was assembled and then, coach throughout the second half of the season, which was really on the fly after they trade Monica Wright for Renee Montgomery. Anna Cruz comes over after missing the first 10 games, uh, playing in Eurobasket. Uh, they trade for Sylvia Fowles, who was biking around Miami to stay in shape at the time <laughs> until a trade could happen. So it, you know, Reeves done a pretty good job of getting everybody to the point where they're, you know, they should, in theory, be in a rhythm at this at this point, but we don't know the health of two key components of their playoff runs over the last few years. So it's it's hard to say where they're at, but I think uh, they'll win the series uh, in three games. Yeah, that that pickup of, of Sylvia Fowles, I mean, it was always a good move, but now is just ever more important with with Augustus and Waylon injured and possibly not playing. Um, she really provides a second a second option 
um, for the links on offense. As for the oh, Kobe yeah. and Jack, Kobe and Jack, man. <laughs> um. So as for the Sparks, they have their their supporting cast is pretty solid, especially offensively. They have Neca. The started the, the rest of the starting lineup. You mean? Yeah. Right. Candace Parker's supporting cast. <laughs> yeah. Um, the bench the bench doesn't have supporting cast. No. You said it. I said it. I know it. <laughs> Continue. I'm sorry. I just needed that clarified, Jack. <laughs> yeah, it's it's the rest of the starting lineup. Their their bench, as we said, is is fairly non-existent. So they have Neko, but they do have Neko Gumuke, who is fifth in scoring, eighth in rebounding. Uh, she averages 16.5 and seven a game. And then you have Genta Lavender, who averages 14.5 points and 8 rebounds a game. Uh, Lavender is the leader in minutes played. So both of those two, when Candace was out, were, were carrying the team. And since Candace has been back, obviously everyone keys in on her, allowing those two to play supporting roles. They're able to, to spot up for mid-range jumper, roll to the basket, uh, make cuts. You know, Candace Parker is an excellent passer. If they make the right cut, Parker's going to find them. And it just allows them to be much more successful and have less pressure on them now that Parker's returned. And that they don't, they're not forced to, to carry the offense, which is not... I mean, they're capable of it, but they're, they're not players who should be shooting like 20-something times a game. But when you have them as your second and third best players, then you're like really dangerous and then um, they also have Christy Tolliver who scored 43 points in a game this year she averages 12 a game um, she's can facilitate a little bit too she's eighth in the league in assists but mostly she's a shooter she's 38 percent from three and so they're off offensively are extremely talented bunch um, Minnesota has the second best defense in the league though so it's you know it's a going to be a tough matchup defensively eh, i mean they're not they're not terrible but minnesota's going to be able to score on them it's it's going to be a fun series and i you said you picked minnesota i i think los angeles wins it i think okay. i think they well, let win me, let me ask, let me ask you this okay what if Waylon and augustus are healthy do you still think that same outcome if if they were healthy and had been playing all year, probably not. But I I think if they play, they're not going to be 100%. Um, and I just, I think Candace Parker is going to be too much. I think her her dominance is going to be... <laughs> I I think, I don't think they can... That's fair. I don't think they can stop her. I think, I think Candace runs runs the show, steps it up in the playoffs. I mean, not that she's been bad, but, you know, she's putting up, like, 30-something a game. And then you also have Agumake, Lavender, and Tolliver scoring. I just, I think they're going to be too much for Minnesota. Who's, I mean, it's, it's, a tough, it's a tough spot for Minnesota because they've been great this year, but they're banged up and, and got a bad matchup. I think, I think Candace Parker takes, takes Los Angeles home. It's going three games though, for sure. But I, 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 oh, it's if Augustus is back, 
I'm I'll I'll go with the sweep if Augustus is back. I said it. I just don't I just don't know because if those if you get one or two of them back and you you get you become a deeper team with with then Montgomery or you know Cruz was brought here to be the first player off the bench in relief of Lindsey Whalen and then all of a sudden Renee Montgomery and Anna Cruz are playing in the backcourt together so I just think if you get a couple of those players back it's just too much and then there's Trista Linston who is the you know, most accurate three-point shooter in the league I just think up and down I don't know if Los Angeles can stop Minnesota enough to win I, I don't know if they can burn the candle at both ends like that that's I mean that's certainly fair in that Minnesota is, has a great defense, and that's how Minnesota is going to have to win because Los Angeles is going to score points, um, and Los Angeles is going to have to outscore Minnesota. I just, I it's, think they do it. It's it's interesting because I pause as down as everybody seems to have been on the links, and you know all this hubbub and. What you know, what's going on with the Lynx? It's like they're they were twenty two and eleven and they're the best team in the Western Conference. So I think they've somehow harnessed uh, a, a sneaky under underrated perception going into this thing. Yeah, um, they 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 can be the nobody believes in us. Everyone Yeah, yeah, it's the all this I mean they're just you know they're bumping this podcast. <laughs> with like bulletin board material in the locker room right now just you know, same thing same thing with with Griner as we've done picking, <laughs> picking people apart but I uh, yeah it's, I've said all year I worry about the this matchup for the links and I don't I don't mean to go sources on the bit but I don't want to sell anybody out either but there's people who cover the links as rigorously if not more in depth than I do who scoff at the idea that Los Angeles can play well enough together for longer than 10 minutes to actually <laughs> beat the links beat the links in a series and I'm not you know that's just what I have heard it's not uh, <laughs> take it for what it's worth that's just what I'm saying that's all it is no I mean I I certainly would not be surprised I'd don't think you can be surprised if Minnesota wins this series. There's, there's a reason that they have the best record in the West with all the, all that they've dealt with this season. I mean, they're they're a great team. Maya's, you know, probably going to be second in the MVP voting. They're, they're one of the best. I just, I don't have like a concrete, this this and this is why Los Angeles is going to win. It's a field game. It's like blackjack. It's a field game. I'm not, no, I don't, like I said before, I worry about the matchup. Others around me have not, so I come onto this podcast and we usually gloat about how good Candace Parker is, and then I get all high on Los Angeles again, and it's just a tough spot, man. No, it's, it's not fair, it's not fair at all for Minnesota, but. Well, I think, I think they'll be, I think they'll be fine. And we we can get into you know arguing with each other at a different time. I think but <laughs> it's it's yeah. It, I don't. It's 
gonna be fun to watch. I just I'm a worrier. It's gonna be fun to cover humbly. Oh yeah, that would be that. If it goes game three, that game three in Minnesota is gonna be nuts. Um. Yeah, last last season was the first time it was against Phoenix. It was the first time the Lynx had ever uh, faced elimination at home. <laughs> I got to, I got to go to that one, and it was that was a it was a stressful atmosphere. But the Lynx won. Yeah, no, Diana it's Toronto. it's gonna Diana be a great Toronto. series. And will you think it's go ahead? We're gonna do a podcast after each game, right? I would hope. You would think, or between? Yeah, maybe not. But I don't know exactly the schedule. But we'll have a podcast sometime in the middle of this series. Yeah. Yeah, there will be one more, so we'll be able to check back on the things that were said and be accountable for that. <laughs> yeah, so, we'll be we'll be talking all through the playoffs. Speaking of, I mean. When does when do you when does the MVP voting take place? Are you familiar? If not with the W, how they do it in the WNBA, but how they do it in the NBA, maybe it's the same type of method. I I really have no idea. I've, I just sometime during the first round of the playoffs, I assume. I don't want to I don't want to talk us up, but if you're going by the listens on the audio boom page, we should be WNBA MVP voters. Yes. <laughs> Give us, get uh, get the president of of the league on the line. We need a vote. Or between, or between between you and I, we get one. Yeah, I I believe that that would be fair. We deserve well, it. I mean, do you want? Would you? Okay, if the voting took place after the playoffs were over. And you could vote for Candace Parker. How far do the Los Angeles Sparks need to go in the playoffs for her to receive your vote? Um, they'd have to win it. They'd have to win it. Yeah. Uh, so a first round upset over the Lynx could wouldn't do it for you. No, I'd still give it to Elena. I think if if we're taking playoffs into consideration. I mean, if the Sparks win it, you have to give it to Candace. But other than that, I think Elena's. Oh, I, I think Elena's been too dominant all year. So, so not only okay. So okay, that's a fair. So what if Chicago doesn't beat Los Angeles in the finals and it's Washington or you know another yeah Indiana somebody, but the Sparks get to the finals? You still don't give Candace Parker your MVP vote. Uh, I think it's, I think it's a fair question. Come on, work with me. <laughs> uh, no, I said I said wow. they'd have I said wow. they'd have to win it. I'm saying I'm sticking to that. Oh man, dude, I'm gonna how am I, I now? I gotta try to convince you to give your half of the MVP vote because I think I give it to her if that's the circumstance. If they get to the finals, if they get to the finals and lose to not. The Liberty or Elena Della Don in Chicago. I think you could give it to Candace Parker. That's as far. I'll I'll go there. <laughs> I because at that at that point you would have defeated the Lynx in a three game series and likely P 
Phoenix, and you know, if you lose in a game five of the finals, I mean, if you get to the point where it's game five of the finals, you just make it easy on everybody and win. But if you don't, I still think, still think the accomplishment merits merits award of some sort. And I think you could give her the give her the MVP vote. Yeah, I mean, you would certainly not be wrong. Um, I just tried to look it up, like to see the day. And last year oh, they, well that, last year they handed it out on the August twenty first. So. Oh yeah, I know. Like the Western Conference Finals had already happened. I saw it in my time hop the other day. That game I was talking about. Um, so yeah, I'm not. I'm not sure, but I, sometime during the playoffs, I'd imagine that it'd be awarded. I prefaced the question in a way that was fair, so it was still a good, still a good discussion. Uh, you have any final thoughts on on this series before we wrap things up? No, I think uh, yeah, I think the key is stopping Candace Parker, and well, this is for the length, obviously, stopping Candace Parker and getting contributions from the bench depending on how healthy and effective Lindsey Whalen and Simone Augustus is and are. Word. Um, so, yeah, Friday Friday night, 9 Eastern, NBA TV, Game 1. Uh, game 2, Sunday, in L.A., 3 Eastern, an afternoon affair on ESPN. And then back on Tuesday, if necessary, which I think it will be, uh, time to be decided, but we'll... We'll talk before then. We'll probably pod on that Sunday, I think. Yeah. Maybe not, I don't know. We'll see how it goes. That's a wrap. Minnesota-Los Angeles should be a great series. Here's our boy DJ Las Latino playing us out. Peace. I claim this planet in the name of the Earth. Greeting, Earthlings. We have now taken over your radio.